Good, good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. Morning Coffee with Vince Taglivia. I'm your host, live with you Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to discuss the news and events of the day. That is the goal for this show. That's what we do to kick it off, and then we get into the rest of our programs as well as the Daily Dose every night, Monday through Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time. So please tune in throughout the day, tune in in the evening to catch Josh with his analyses and interpretations of all of the puzzle pieces, stringing the pearls as the days go by. That's every night, Monday through Thursday, 5.30 p.m. So see you then. But we're going to start with a little news and events of the day because there's so much. There's so much. We're here every morning and every evening to discuss it all and still can't fit it all in. Uh, but we give it our best shot. And uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to everybody live right now. Good morning, uh, Adam. I think that's what you're saying there. Good morning to you. Thank you for tuning in. And RMU, good morning to you. Jenica, good morning. Good to see you. Long time no see. Maybe not really. I think I saw you last week, but good to see you nonetheless. And I hope y'all are doing well. It's Monday. Hope you have your coffee. It's going to be a doozy. I tell you, this is a wild world we live in. And we're going to go over one of the one of the things that a lot of people just like to put the blinders on and ignore, and that's everything to do with the unfolding global conspiracy and all the news going on, just the daily happenings, what happened over the weekend, um, all this. It's going to be a good time. So thank you, everybody. Let's get right into it. We're going to start with health because it's of uh, primary importance in my mind, and I hope yours as well. We need to take care of our health, live long, happy lives. Um, that's the goal, right? I mean, why not? Uh, speaking of long, healthy lives, Joe Biden turned 81 today, which is why we called today's show Happy Birthday, Brandon. Uh, let's go, Brandon. Come on, everybody. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, he's 81 today. Holy crap. He doesn't look a day over 100. He's doing great. Barely has a little bit of dementia. Strongest president we've ever had. Stole the election pretty pretty good. He stole the election like he was, you know, maybe in his 50s, 40s. Wow. Joe Biden, 81 years young. Happy birthday, Brandon. So make sure you go out there and put out your, your FJBs and whatnot on uh the social medias <clears throat> make sure you i hope you guys got your cards out he doesn't act a day over dead jenica says <laughs> uh missed a few days after some oral surgery but back and hangry Ooh, oral surgery i hope you're recovering well jenica uh that's horrible i hate oral surgery terrible i hope everything's all right glad you're tuned in I wish you a quick recovery. All right. Good morning, Michelle. <clears throat> hey, Quiet Toad. Okay. Anyway, let's stop. We'll get into Biden later, but really, let's talk about health. There's all these articles online. The next superfood, remember? The next superfood. Oh, my gosh, you guys. You need to eat kale. Did you know how awesome kale is for you? It's a superfood. It's got all these vitamins. It's got this and that. And, okay, look. Kale's not terrible for you. But let's face it, nobody likes kale, okay? Um, I bring this up because there's not one thing that's going to, you know, save all of our health, all right? There is a little bit of everything that's going to save our health, and that has to do with the things we eat, yes. Is kale bad for you? No. But the thing about kale, and this is with anything, you look at one thing and you think this is the superfood that's going to save the world, not you per se, but people, even me, you know, I've seen this stuff over the years and I haven't always been awake every day, but, uh, it's not one single thing. It's a combination of things. And it has to do with our physical health, which has to do with our diet and our, uh, movement and our physical activity. It has to do with our mental health, which is our own personal thoughts and things that we put into our minds. It has to do with our stress levels. It has to do with, um, a lot of factors, our environments, 
Okay. So all these things in combination are the super health hack, if you will. It's not one single thing. For instance, kale, as I was said, not as amazing as they said back, you know, I don't know, 20, 10 years ago or whatever, whenever it was super popular. Oh, kale shakes. You need your kale. Oh my gosh. Kale is amazing. Uh, well, it turns out kale actually has some downsides to it too. Um, I heard that kale depletes your, uh, it depletes some of your things that you need. Iodine. Kale depletes your iodine. The problem with eating kale. So we have to be careful. Um, not to say that it's bad for you to depletes your iodine, but I'm just saying, you know, you could be doing one thing that's good for you, but it could have a side effect that's also bad for you. And not to mention all of the poisons that they put on all these foods and things. We have to be conscious of that and try to minimize those toxins, in my opinion. Okay, but it's also good. But yeah, see here, uh, thyroidreport.org says hypothyroidism and kale. Green vegetables, especially kale, contain chemicals called goitrogens that may inhibit absorption of dietary iodine. So they actually inhibit the absorption absorption of dietary iodine. Wow, so even if you try to you know, like, okay, I'm going to eat a shitload of kale and try to offset it by taking iodine. It's not actually going to do anything because it's inhibiting the absorption of it. It's very interesting. So, I mean, we got to find that happy medium of foods to be as healthy as we can. And let's face it, nobody really knows the secret to longevity. We know it has to do with inflammation, our nervous systems, our, our DNA, our telomeres, right? We've all heard that. Long telomeres equals long life, and then your cells die. You die of old age, but if you increase the lifespan of your cells and all this stuff, then you're better off in the long run. Just a note, and the reason I thought of this is because all the articles out there on health are like, the next best thing. Like I was on herbs.news or herbs.news, and it says, boost your intake of vitamin A with pumpkin, a healthy, versatile superfood. Sure, yeah. Pumpkin, great. It's good for you. But is it the answer to all of our problems? No. And, you know, I'm not, I, I don't know. I'm not saying, I don't know, you know, but I guess that's a good excuse to have a pumpkin pie. Even though that's actually horrible. Sugar's sugar's the devil. That's what I always say. Sugar's the devil. Hey, Lisa, good morning. <clears throat> and Summer, good morning to you. Dean the Bean, all of y'all. All of y'all are here. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then here's another one. Herbs.news. Cranberries, a super fruit full of vitamin C, nutrients, and antioxidants. True, but cranberries aren't going to fix all our problems. Although, you know. A little cranberry here and there for some of us. Probably it ain't bad. A lot of vitamin B. Mm -mm -mm. Anyway, I will say this, though. Fruit juices full of sugar. Probably not the best idea. Although there can be arguments made against that. Like, uh, you know, uh, some grapefruit juice can help help you. If you drink a little bit of it in moderation, it could, I've heard, um, kind of jumpstart your or uh, production of insulin and this kind of thing. So there's, I don't know, it's it's weird, it's diverse, it's, de it's highly debated, even among people who know what they're talking about when it comes to nutrition. But we got to just look at it all and try to decide what's best for us, our families, our loved ones, and share this information. That's why we talk about it. Uh, we talk about it a lot on the app too, socialredpill.com. We have our various groups on there as well as just our general chat. We have a detox group. We've got recipes group. We've got all kinds of fun stuff there where we continue these conversations and we share our personal our personal experiences and what we're doing on an individual basis. You, me, everybody on there. So uh, join the social red pill and take part in these things if you care about these topics and want to explore what we've already discussed as well as uh, expand on it. And th those groups are all free. Um. Anyway, folks, 
that's it. That's all we're going to talk about health wise today for now. Uh, it may come up later, but that's all I wanted to say in this segment. So let's move on. We're going to talk a lot more about politics, war, the social destabilization, the supply chain and infrastructure, and World War Three, and a uh, little finance maybe if we have time in the end. Um, <clears throat> so let's get into it. General Flynn has been on a good one lately. General Flynn going off, going on and off, or whatever you want to say. Uh, Jenica says, just eat the fruit. Or cold, pressed juice, no sugar added. The natural sugars are enough. Or add a little honey. I personally think that there's too much sugar in natural juice, too. But when you have the fiber with the sugar, your body handles it a lot better. Which, yes, so the fruit isn't as bad. And it's not as bad as like that crazy sugar, especially in the States, where most of us are. Um, shout out to all of the people overseas, across the pond, Australia, all y'all. But... Uh, we have high fructose corn syrup, these terrible, terrible, terrible uh, things that is far from fruit sugar. Um, prune juice, Princess Lee says. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a fan of juice. Uh, I just not. I don't like it. I don't like it. Even some fruits. I'm like, that's just too much sugar. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, everything in moderation, including moderation. Don't be crazy, but we got to keep it in mind. Anyway, General Flynn. General Flynn is responding to Archbishop Vigano. How do you say that? Vigano. Sorry. It almost came out inappropriately. This video that he posted. Those who do not adapt to this fourth industrial revolution will find themselves ousted and we lose. They will lose everything, including their freedom. In short, Klaus Schwab is threatening the head of government of the 20 most industrialized nations in the world to carry out the programmatic points of the Great Reset in their nation. This goes far beyond the pandemic. It is a global coup d'etat against which it is essential that people rise up and that the still healthy organ of state start an international juridical process. The threat is imminent and serious. Since the World Economic Forum is capable of carrying out its subversive project and those who govern nations have all become either enslaved or blackmailed by this international mafia. In the light of these statements, and those of others no less delusional than Yuval Noah Harari, Shrab's advisor, we understand how the pandemic first served as a trial balloon for imposing controls coercive measures, curtailing individual freedoms, and increasing unemployment and poverty. Mm. <clears throat> the new step will, will have to be carried out by means of economic and energy, energy crises, which are instrumental to the establishment of a synarchic government in the hands of the global elite. Posted by Wide Awake Media, General Flynn retweeted it. He says he's correct. We are experiencing an international coup d'état organized by the World Economic Forum. America First, MAGA 2024. This is General Flynn, by the way. He says, America remains the last bastion of freedom, and through the power of open and free speech, we are able to communicate what we the people want. And it is not the build back better intentional destruction of America help get the word out Barack Obama. You did this Mike Pence. You helped to do this. That's Flynn y'all that's Flynn this morning, just a few hours ago, Flynn woke up, sipped his coffee and typed this up. 
posted it on x.com very good very good and i i'm right there with y'all i'm right there i understand yes absolutely speak up preach get that word out there this is a perfect conversation for the thanksgiving dinner with our families this year actually you could get on the phone today and start spreading truth it's going to be a good time uh lots of i told you so's uh lots of joy and love and hopefully the world doesn't collapse before then um if it ha if it does <sighs> sorry gotta just put a little bit of that doom and gloom in there i'm i'm sorry things look pretty bleak let's just be honest here i'm not gonna sit here and blow smoke it's the phrase they use <clears throat> Ooh. I'm putting FJB on the pie. Good for you, Dean the Bean. <laughs> Fuck Joe Biden. All right. This is some crazy rhetoric going on. The fake news, MSNBC. I I can't believe that this is out there. Um, let's listen to what uh, they said on the inside interview on MSNBC. Every time he talks, he's uh, putting himself. He's talking about Donald Trump. Self into a bigger criminal hole, uh, but the but his, that's not his objective. His objective is purely political at this point. Uh, politics don't work in a courtroom, as I think he's finding out in the mm. New York Attorney General's case in New York, a civil case, and and that's going to continue in his criminal trials. But his rhetoric is really getting dangerous, more and more dangerous. And we saw what happened on January sixth when he uses inflammatory rhetoric now, and his recent True Social post. Uh, is incredibly, incredibly scary for anyone uh, that might be trying to op work in government. And um, it is just uh, uh, unquestionable at this point that that man cannot see public office again. He is not only unfit, he is destructive to our democracy, uh, and he has to be uh, he has to be eliminated. Every time he talks, Whoa. he's so. What he just said, he implied that Trump is being, you know, basically that Trump is being persuasive and he used the word rhetoric. Trump's dangerous rhetoric or however he described this quote unquote rhetoric. And then the last statement he made. Uh, and he has to be uh, he has to be eliminated. What? How could you go on the air and say this? The media has gone completely sane. The, the irony here is they're saying Trump's rhetoric is so dangerous to our, to our democracy, he must be eliminated. That's some radical, crazy stuff to be hearing on the mainstream fake news media. Um, and of course, it's with Jen Psaki and uh, the fake news. This is inside with Jen Psaki. They're talking about, come on, let's face it. He needs to be eliminated. They're not talking about he needs to be eliminated from the election, which they're trying. That's their first try, uh, first uh, attempt to eliminate him. But what does it mean when someone gets eliminated? Come on. This is ridiculous. I can't believe they go out and say this stuff. The uh, media is going to be in big trouble if the tides turn. And I tell you, the tides are turning. And hopefully they're held accountable for their crimes, potential crimes. I mean, let's investigate and check um, because I'm pretty sure there's crimes there. I'm not a lawyer, but <clears throat> all I hear from mainstream media is we are all so fucked. Help us. That's what Sparky says. <laughs> yeah, panic. Unbelievable. All right, onward. Let's go. Joe Biden. Creepy, creepy clips of Biden coming out over the weekend. This guy is something's up wrong with this guy. Yeah. Here's him saying something creepy. Let's watch a couple Biden videos and we'll move on. Happy birthday, Brandon. And by the way, I like kids better than people. I wish I could stay and watch Wonka with you, but I'm not going to get to do that. By the way, I like kids more than people. I wish I could stay and watch Wonka with you, but I'm not going to be allowed to do that. What a weird O. Creep. Creep, creep, creep. I like kids better than people. All right, onward. 
here's Joe Biden being a creep again. Um, he walks up to this little girl and says a very creepy thing. Let's watch. Thank you, thank you. And I love your ears. I love also them. really touches cool. her ear. What's your name? Oh, no, he doesn't. Catherine, what a beautiful name. That's my mommy's name. Well, nice to see. How old are you, 17? Six. Thank you, thank you. He asked a little girl if she's 17, and her acquaintance or friend says, she's six. That's a weird thing to tell a six-year-old Joe. Creepy. This guy is just sick. And it shows. Oh, my God. This is, this is just terrible. Let's move on. This is an interesting story from Italy. They had a mafia trial. Apparently, 207 gang members have been sentenced to a total of 2,200 years in jail after one of Italy's biggest mafia trials. The three-year trial involved mafioso entrepreneurs and politicians and included charges of murder, corruption, drug trafficking, money laundering, and extortion. Skynews.sky.com reported this. Wow. This trial's been going on since 2021. Wow. This is one of the world's most powerful and extensive and richest criminal organizations founded in the 18th century. It's pretty remarkable. I want to figure out more. I'm going to revisit this story. And, uh, you know, they've gotten, you know, 20 to 30 years, you know, or 10 to 30 years each. Yeah. So it's an interesting story. Um, so they're clamping down there a little, I wonder what the actual story is, but we're going to learn more about this as the days go by. I, I'm sure. Anyway, interesting story there, uh, on the U S front of elections, we had this breaking news coming out of Maricopa County uh, a couple days ago on Saturday. Maricopa County Elections Department has admitted they improperly certified the voting machines that failed on Election Day. They need a new election. I mean, this thing was stolen and we're already here. Another election coming up before we know it. But a little bit of truth is trickling out here and there for the people that listen. Um, we've got an interesting development in Argentina, folks. A new president has been elected. Here he is. Very excited. He's got this interesting energy to him. <laughs> he reminds me of like a right wing Zelensky, which is saying I don't trust him. Although we'll talk about that. So seems great on the surface. Uh, the left is having a total woke meltdown because of this, which is just awesome. They're crying here as it's being announced wow our lives are over so they've got their own meltdown videos this guy apparently is pro-trump his name's javier Millet, the new president of argentina uh he's planning some budget cuts wall street silver says let's watch this video i'll translate for you ministry oh let me start over here let me turn the volume down Ministry of Sports and Tourism, out. <laughs> Ministry of Culture, out. Ministry of Environment and Sustainable Development, out. Ministry of Women, Gender and Diversity, out. Ministry of Public Works, out. Out, out. Ministry of Science, Technology and Innovation, out. Ministry of Labor, Employment and Social Security, out. Ministry of Education, Indoctrination, out. Ministry of Transportation, out. Ministry of Health, out. Ministry of Social Development, out. The thievery of politics is over. Long live damn liberty. So, people love his message. Uh, onward, but... I'm just saying, I don't trust anybody. I don't trust anybody. I don't care how good your rhetoric is and stuff. I'm sure we'll, we may see some good things out of this, but I think the corruption runs so deep that it is not, he's not going to be 
flawless. Okay. And uh, we'll talk about why, but um, Colin Rugg posted about him. And this is what he says, just for more information here. Meet Argentina's new president, Javier Millet. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing this, but that's just kind of what I do here. Uh, Colin Rugg says, quote, when he was growing up, kids called him the madman because of his energetic outbursts. At the age of 18, Malay, who was a soccer player, gave up the sport to pursue a career in economics. Malay started getting famous for debates on live television where he would hurl insults at his rivals along with his madman energy. After a 2018 incident where Malay called the journalist a donkey, a local court ordered a psychological exam after he refused to apologize for gender violence. Malay hates wokeism, hates socialism, hates the media, hates excessive government spending, hates the political elite, and loves his country, and he says he's a legend. <laughs> um, Argentina's new president has zero tolerance for the woke left. He really went off. I mean, it's pretty wild to see and I will play this video and translate it for you here. <clears throat> you can't give shit left hards an inch, he says. Can you define shit leftists? All collectivists, all kinds of collectivists. But why do you call them shit, they ask? Because they are shit. If you think differently from them, they will kill you. This is the point. You can't give shit leftists an inch. If you give them an inch, they will use it to destroy you. You can't negotiate with leftards. You don't negotiate with trash because they will end you. If they, the left, have a guy that beats his wife, it's one of them. He puts on the green scarf and yells about neoliberalism all the time, and they hide it. If suddenly there's a journalist that molests another journalist, they hide it. If it's one of them, they hide it. They hide all. They hide all the. Sorry, let me go back. They hide all of those aberrations. Now, if you're on the other side, they will ruin you. They will kill you. They will throw you everything. They don't care if you ruin if they ruin your whole life. Why? Because they don't think they don't think you don't think like them. And do you know what? Uh, do you know what's the good part of, in all this? Because since to err is human, since everyone can be mistaken, they force us to be better. And since we are getting better than them, since we are crushing them in the cultural battle, we're not only superior economically, we are morally superior, we are aesthetically superior, we are better than them at everything, and that triggers them. And since they can't beat us with real arguments, they just use the repressive apparatus of the state with loads of taxpayer money to destroy us. And yet, they're still losing. They had to remove the blacklist. You understand? They're losing. They're desperate. Shit leftists are losing the cultural battle. For the first time ever, they are cornered. Those shit Leftards, he says. Leftards. So we're going to see a lot of people talk about leftards now. Interesting uh, monologue there. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Dave in Britain for the ice cream. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. Well, he's got quite the message. Um Aaron Elizabeth posted this, uh, pointed this out about him. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of Argentina, I've never heard the phrase left hard. The only thing that concerns me is his page on the World Economic Forum. So apparently, is he one of these globalists? Probably. I mean, look, you don't become president and not have something going on, right? I mean... So, we got to be careful. That's all I'm saying. You know, politics is just so corrupt. I don't trust anything. I don't care how good it sounds because they're going to figure out 
how to blackmail. They're going to figure out how to do this, how to do that, and twist the justice system and get away with it, and or at least they're going to try. That's just my pessimistic view on politics. Uh, so uh, Malay vows to end Argentina's decline. Libertarian outsider Javier Malay swept to victory in Argentina's presidential election Sunday, vowing to halt decades of economic decline in a country reeling from triple-digit inflation. Insider Paper writes this article. The self-described anarcho-capitalist pulled off a massive upset by ousting the populist Peronist coalition, which has long dominated Argentine, Argentine politics with 55.7% of the vote. Malay thumped his rival economy minister, Sergei Massa, who won 44% of the vote and rapidly conceded defeat. So he goes on to say he's going to essentially make Argentina great again. And he is a Trump fan, by the way. He likes Trump. Check him out wearing, sporting this hat. Make Argentina great again. Hey, looks familiar. Where do you get that phrase? Interesting. Very interesting. You know, I hope he does well, and I hope that there's uh, as least corruption as possible, and maybe none in some weird perfect world. But um, thank you, Jenica. Jenica gifted a gift, a uh, one-month subscription to Dave in Britain. Hey, congrats. Now you have the uh, red pill emote. And thank you, Michelle, for the donation. Hey, uh, thank you, Jenica, for that gift there. All right. Um, here's Flynn again on the president of Argentina. Let's see what Flynn has to say about this situation. It's very interesting, huh? Very interesting. In response to the video that I just translated a bit ago, Flynn said, if you haven't seen this brief interview of the newly elected president of Argentina, this is an excellent statement of fact about the left in his country, as well as the left in the USA. So Flynn just pointing out, yeah, this is the left. This is just, this is true of the left in their country, in our country, and uh, across many countries. Thank you, Nate, for donating one diamond. Good to see you this morning. Hope all is well. Onward. So far, you're listing strong, likable points, Vince Browndale. I know, it sounds great, doesn't it? I just, you know what? Politics has just ruined me. I don't trust nothing. And I guess that's our motto here, you know? Be cautious with the information and uh, be diligent with your research. But it does sound great, doesn't it? Seems like uh, seems like he's on a good path. We'll see. We'll see what happens, and I hope for the best. And maybe we'll see a turnaround here. Like I said, maybe the tides are turning. The leftists are backed into a corner, but hopefully, you know, hopefully there's some kind of control over this transition to normalcy or a better world per se but doubt it here we have uh let's switch topics here germany germany prepares to take in refugees from the gaza strip security authority security authorities sound terror alarm wow so germany's preparing to accept refugees from gaza strip this to me is risky because uh are they going to do a good job vetting everybody what percentage of people coming from the gaza strip could potentially be hamas terrorists infiltrating germany to continue an attack later you know it's just terrible but there we are get ready the invasion continues uh the united states southern border is still open other countries are taking in people all left and right it's just a mess. We've just seen the tip of the iceberg with the crime, drugs, you name it. Anyway, propaganda, propaganda, propaganda. Yeah, the, Elon's under attack lately. They're calling him an anti-Semi, everything in the book that they can. They hate Elon Musk. And interestingly... At the same time, what was breaking on X over the weekend? Um, gosh. They started attacking Elon. A bunch of advertisers pulled their revenue uh, or ad deals with X.com. 
big companies. I'm talking Apple, Microsoft, these kinds of people. I don't remember the list, but big companies are pulling all their ads the same day, this weekend, from X as the media sits all over Elon. And it's because the propaganda machine's failing. The interests of uh, globalism are, are using their weight. They're throwing their weight around and they're trying to strong arm Elon into capitulating and, and following their uh, agenda. And he's not. And what did we see? I'm trying to remember. There was a correlation. Just as some big news is coming out on X. I don't remember specifically what it was. I think it was like Friday we started seeing stuff. I forget. I I apologize. But um, as all this stuff's unfolding, they all pull their advertising. Yeah, and it's clear. It sends a clear message. I think it's because they want him to censor. They want him to censor certain information. But he's not. Sorry, folks. Sorry. Sorry, globalists. Hey, oh my gosh. Thank you, guys. Thank you, uh, Dave, for the ice cream. And thank you, Army Rangers, for the Ninja Gini. Huge donation. Uh, Thank you so much, Army Rangers. I appreciate that. So, yeah, I just noticed that, you know, as we get some good big stories unfolding and big things trending on Twitter, all these advertisers pull out their advertising. This is so corrupt. It's unbelievable, man. It should really like that seems like it should be illegal. I mean, gosh. Um. All right, one, two, skip a few. We're going to try to get ahead. Um, This is a creepy story. I'm not going to skip because it's quite alarming. More of the creepiest stuff being uncovered, and it's speculation, okay? If anybody has more information, feel free to share it on X or wherever. But Dom Luger, breaker of narratives, went to X and posted this quite alarming statement breaking Chrissy Teigen the actress who tweeted quote I'm about to Anthony Weiner this kid on June 12th 2011 is now a spokesperson for CBR which is a baby blood stem cell storage company CBR is a largest private newborn stem cell bank in the world helping parents store more than 925,000 cord blood and cord tissue samples for their children and here she is in this ad it looks like a present which it is this is a cord blood registry kit cbr is the number one choice for parents and it's the most recommended by OBGYNs. cbr is also the largest family newborn stem cell preservation company in the world helping parents store stem cells from cord blood and cord tissue for their children but back to my gift Let's talk about the gift of parenthood. As parents, we do anything to protect our children, from car seats to wearing a helmet on a bicycle to holding hands crossing the street. CBR is another way to potentially help protect them, both during childhood and as they grow up. This is truly a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to preserve your newborn stem cells from their umbilical cord. And to make this even better, it's quick, easy, and happens right at birth. It's a gift for today and tomorrow. By banking your newborn stem cells now, you may have access to current treatments and future clinical therapies because science always advances. So, we're here to help you. Don't you care about your kids' safety? Save their umbils. We'll hold it for you. We'll hold it for you. What's what's the catch? There's no catch. It's just a wonderful service we're providing for your health and safety. This is not necessary in my opinion. Um, I think it's a scam, especially didn't we just hear, um, we just heard a story the other day. Uh, well, somebody here, Molly Pitcher, they call themselves American mama 86 in the comments. She says she, she, uh, alleges that Chrissy Teigen, she says, Chris, she's a, she's an evil pedo. She's disgusting. And she has a bunch of screenshots here. I don't know if these are real. I assume they are based on everyone's comments. But Chrissy Teigen has a history of posting some creepy stuff on Twitter throughout the years. Here's one from 2014. Quote, 
If you said, quote, eat this one bite of human and you can eat any other meat the rest of your life, or Christy, you eat turkey forever, I'd eat, I would eat human, Christy Teigen says. Christy Teigen, with a pedophile joke, says, quote, skinny pedos drink pedolite. What? Christy Teigen, 2013, quote, am, I am going to jail over pizza. Quote, uh, this is Christy, Christine Teigen, uh, I think April 11th, 2011. Uh, water slide that goes through a shark tank? F yeah, time to get my pedo on, she says. Excuse me? Chrissy Teigen, uh, 2011. Seeing little girls do the splits half naked is just, I want to put myself in jail, she says. Hello? Why isn't this person being investigated? These are pedophilic. Ugh. And worse things that she said, too, that I'm not even going to repeat. Okay, this is just outrageous. And and we just had that story last week where people's blood was being taken from some state in the U.S., probably many, but they just talked about one in this breaking story last week. I forget what state, but that they were harvesting newborn babies blood without parents consent or permission. What's that about? Hmm? I'm telling you, folks, there's a deeper, darker reality behind these curtains than is on the surface and it's disgusting it's troubling it's the sickest stuff you could think and i think it's real there's enough out there it's real in my opinion this stuff is just horrendous Ugh. vampires folks something i don't know adrenochrome <sighs> anyway onward uh there are there were massive protests in spain against the illegitimate socialist prime minister sanchez uh hundreds of thousands hundreds of thousands uh reject his illegal and unpopular amnesty and they protested it was a sight to see Here's a clip from Rumble. And this was just a few days ago. They are not happy. Uh, that's a lot of people. Good God. Good God. So, luckily, things aren't completely unhinged and violent yet. I think it could easily happen, and I hope it doesn't. But... We're seeing more and more protests across the world every week. Um, infrastructure. Elon Musk made this interesting post on X.com. Just a little truth. This is why advertisers are pulling their advertising. And you know who else got advertising pulled from them? Theo Vaughn, the comedian. Maybe I'll find the clip and play it tomorrow, but... Theo Vaughn is a stand-up comedian, and the unfortunate thing about these comedians is a lot of them are starting to move a little to the right more with their opinions and things after going full libtard for a long period of time, many of them. Not all of them, many of them. And this is because they want paychecks. They want gigs, most of them. Some of them have spines and don't capitulate to um censorship and stuff uh but most of them to a certain extent they're oh i don't talk about politics because this is my uh this is my uh, this is my, how i live you know i need to make money so i'm just going to censor myself or this kind of stuff sad but a lot of people do it because otherwise they won't be able to you know make as much money as they do and so theo vaughn he's a funny guy um, he had, um, uh, let me see. Who did he have on? Theo Vaughn. Let's look. Actually, I watched part of this. 
Uh, well, he had Dana White on six days ago. And then a month ago, he had Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on. And when he was interviewing uh, Dana White last week, he told Dana White that after his RFK Jr. interview, one of his sponsors, uh, who was it? I don't know. One of his sponsors basically said, I'm going to pull ads if you don't take your video down or something along those lines. Something like that, right? They basically said, we don't want to advertise. We don't want to be associated with you because you interviewed uh, RFK. And uh, he also had Jordan Peterson on a month before that. And they're great interviews. Who else did he have? Didn't he have... Um, I feel like he had someone else on that was really good. I Didn't he interview um, Tucker? Yeah. I watched that one too. Two weeks ago, he interviewed Tucker Carlson. So he's going to get it in this great guest lineup, uh, Theo Vaughn. You can find him on YouTube. Uh, Theo Vaughn is his channel. T-H-E-O-V-O-N. The interview with Tucker Carlson is fantastic and hilarious. Uh, you get a lot of chuckles out of Tucker, a lot of jokes from Tucker off the cuff, and a lot of jokes and silliness from Theo, too. Fantastic. And he's suffering now. Uh, advertisers want to pull from him, but he exposed that, which is awesome. And I'm proud of people like Theo Vaughn who are actually going out there and walking that line and trying to get further and further into the truth by just having simple conversations and nothing outrageous, just truth, folks. Just some normal free speech stuff, nothing radical or anything like this, but this is what we need. We need people to just get out there and start living the way they feel in their hearts they need to live and not be put in this prison of censorship and control by the far, far freaky deaky left or leftards, as I guess everyone's calling them now. Interesting development there. Anyway, Elon Musk posted this. Yikes. Microsoft is currently conducting the largest infrastructure build-out that humanity has ever seen. Well, what may seem like hyperbole, um, look at the annual spend of mega projects, such as, this is a snapshot from an article, by the way, that Elon posted, and it says, such as, quote, nationwide rail networks, dams, or even space programs, such as the Apollo moon landings, and they all pale in comparison to the more than $50 billion annual spend on detent centers, data centers Microsoft has penned in for 2024 and beyond. This infrastructure build-out is aimed squarely at accelerating the path to AGI and bringing the intelligence of generative AI to the every facet of life. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. So Elon Musk says, yikes, pointing out this. He also says, Microsoft Clippy might paperclip us all. Revenge of Clippy is the irony maximizing outcome. That's a lot of money. More than 50 billion going into this. Just because the future. They want the future. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Onward here. Work on Egyptian nuclear power plant is ahead of schedule. So Egypt is um, working on a nuclear power plant and they're ahead of schedule, a Russian energy giant reports. Meanwhile, let's check on the West. Well, Europe's largest nuclear reactor is offline after a technical issue. This was reported today, uh, really early this morning. Uh, Insider paper wrote, Europe's largest nuclear reactor, Finland's Okiluoto 3, which entered into service in April, has been offline since Sunday evening because of a technical problem, operator TVO said. Quote, the, elect the electricity production of OL3 was interrupted on Sunday evening, November 19th, due to a fault detected in the turbine island. That's what they wrote on X. The cause is currently being investigated, it said, adding that it did not know when production would resume. The next-generation European pressurized water reactor, EPR, built by the French-led Arriva Simons Consortium, produces around 14% of Finland's electricity. Wow. 
It was put into regular service in April, some 18 years after construction began and 14 years after it was originally scheduled to go into commercial production. Like several other EPR projects, it was plagued by repeated construction delays by billions of dollars in cost overruns, with the capacity of generating 1,600 megawatts. Okoluoto 3 is the single largest nuclear reactor in Europe, while Ukraine's Zaporizhia plant, with six reactors, is its largest nuclear plant. So this is the largest nuclear reactor. Ukraine has the largest plant. Nuclear technology has seen renewed popularity in recent years as a way to reduce carbon emissions. Meanwhile, they don't like it still. Nothing wrong with nuclear. Nuclear. I think there's a lot of potential for nuclear technology. Anyway. Yeah, who knows what's going on in Finland? Good point, Brown Tail. Sabotage in Finland? I don't know. Maybe. Were they hacked? What's actually going on? Who knows? But we can count on there's probably some lies in here. They always sprinkle in lies with the truth. Work on Egyptian... Oh, I already said that. Yeah, so Egypt. Uh, by the way, I wanted to give... Since we're talking about infrastructure... You know, we've seen attacks, endless attacks in the United States and around the world. Uh, we even know people that watch the show that have been uh, potentially targeted. Um, and it's concerning. Uh, we've seen historically attacks on our infrastructure. We've had people shoot at uh, power grid components. And we saw terrorist attacks that went... Uh, that happened and no one was ever caught. We have people that were caught in Washington state more recently. Um, and it's concerning because the consensus out there now is that there are, our infrastructure is very vulnerable to terrorist attack, terrorist attacks like this, as well as EMPs and nothing's being done about it. And this could be part of the firestorm event that Josh talks about oftentimes. And I watched two videos over the weekend and I'll shout out uh, Canadian prepper because he's over on YouTube and he posted two videos, an interview about with an expert about EMPs and potential grid down situations let me see if I could find this. So if you want and you care about this topic, you could check that out. Maybe we'll put together a little video on it too. But um, where is this video? It's called Massive Grid Down Event, What You Aren't Being Told. Um, and I think, I think that's it. Yeah, that's one of them. Where's the other one? Uh, let's see here. Is this it? Maybe not. Anyway, I think there's two parts, but maybe I'm wrong. I thought there was. But this is an interview with uh, Jonathan Hollerman, who is an expert on this. And he's talked, he's worked with government officials and all this on this and uh, published documents and researched things. And he has a really good understanding of this. So I think it's worth watching. And they have a really uh, realistic analysis of what a grid down event would look like and potentially how bad things could actually get. Um, it's doom and gloom for sure, but it's possible and it's important to prep for, in my opinion, uh, just in case. So yeah, it's an interesting string of videos there. Thank you. Uh, Canadian prepper for that. Fantastic, fantastic work there highly recommend it um Zelensky confirms here we go Zelensky confirms artillery shell deliveries decreased since the outbreak of the Gaza war no kidding yeah Zelensky's struggle struggling meanwhile the Pentagon chief tells Zelensky that U.S. backs Ukraine for the long haul all right we'll see we'll see what happens with us funding Ukraine and these endless wars good god Meanwhile, China's out there saying that military operates lawfully, uh, their military operates lawfully after Australia sonar accusation. Insider paper reported this, that 
China, China said Monday its military has always operated in accordance with international law after Australia said sonar pulses emitted by Chinese warships likely injured Navy divers. Wow, that is quite the accusation from Australia. The accusation that China is using sonar pulses to injure divers, Navy divers. Canberra accused Beijing over the weekend of unsafe and unprofessional conduct at sea around the HMAS Toowoomba, a long-range frigate that had been supporting United Nations sanctions enforcement efforts with Japan's exclusive economic zone. Australia's Defense Minister Richard Marles said divers were clearing fishing nets from the ship's propeller when the vessel was approached by a Chinese destroyer that likely injured a number of servicemen with its hole-mounted sonar. Whoa. But Beijing's foreign ministry spokesman Mao Ning said Monday, quote, the Chinese military has strict discipline and has always conducted professional operations in accordance with international law and international practices. It is hoped that relevant parties will stop causing trouble at China's doorstep and work with China to maintain momentum for improving the development, the developing China-Australia relations. She told the regular regular press conference. This is not good. I I don't know, man. It's always he said, she said, or she said, she said, he said, he said, they said, they said, whatever. It's always, you know, one person against the other or one country against another and just their word. But, you know, China potentially did this. And it's just, uh, no, we didn't. We always act according to the law. But by the way, we didn't do it, but uh, you should probably uh, work with us a little closely, a little closer. Wink, wink. This sounds like that kind of situation to me. I don't know. An interesting story, nonetheless. Who knows the truth, really? Does anybody know the truth? I think we have a good enough idea. We have a good enough idea to uh, do better. I don't know. South Africa to chair BRICS extraordinary joint meeting on the situation in Gaza. So here we go. The BRICS nations, a majority of the world's population underneath the BRICS nations, they're um, talking about what's going on in the world and things not, things are not looking good for the West, man. It's I, it could fall apart and get quite ugly. We'll see what comes out of this. Anyway, we're about out of time, folks. Let's go back to the chats here. Take a quick look. And what is this? Don't forget the China fighter versus USNP3 incident. What's this? When? When was this, Brown Tail? February 22nd, 2021. USNP3 inbound Moffett Field. No. What are you talking about? China. China fighter. China. Happened in 2001. I'm, I'm not familiar with that. I can't. I don't know, man. It's the Chinese. Go back to 2001 and research Hainan incident USNP3. Hmm. Hard. That's That post is gone. This is kind of hard to find information on. Hmm. Ha. He said, she said, da -da. thank you, A. Fritz. Um, so somebody on Twitter says, this is Gray Connolly, uh, 2022. I found the freak out about what the German admiral said to be rather a sh rather strange, as I've heard variations on that theme since the Chinese brought down the USNP3 in 2001. We will always have significant problems with Russia, but you do have to prioritize your threats and resources. I know one crew survived. PLA pilot wasn't so lucky. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah, I did, did not know. Josh will know. Okay. Well, bring that up, or I could try to remember and bring it up. Very interesting. I, I don't know anything about that. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. 
Um, all right. I just wanted to go through the chat real quick. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. By the way, socialredpill.com is our private social network. You can join for free. You can support us with a subscription, which we are revamping soon. If you are uh, part of a subscription, you're going to be grandfathered into the new system. We're going to bring you more. We're going to bring you more benefits here soon. We're going to clean up the app a little bit and streamline it, make it more Mobetta. Mobetta is the phrase. Very much Mobetta. So you could create an account at socialredpill.com and enjoy our various groups. I mean, it is just a little social network for me and you and Josh and everybody. So there's various groups on there. We're going to see some changes here soon, but we are going to keep a uh, focus on many of these things. We've got jokes, memes. We've got um, a book club going on. We're going to be reading Lord of the Rings here soon. We've got a music group. We share music. We've got people talking and sharing all kinds of stuff. We've got, um, you know, content, you name it, it's there from, from fringe to news all the way across the board. And it's a good way to keep in touch with us and everybody else at uh, all the red pill family. So social uh, redpill.com, please join. I'd love to see you there. Uh, yeah, Sparky, we are. When does Lord of the Rings start? I don't know. We're, I'm still waiting on my books, but soon, um, soon. And I'm not sure I, I, uh, need to talk to Summer, see the plan, work it out, figure out how we're going to do it. But, um, I get to reread my high school favorites. Yeah. And I was thinking possibly of doing like a, um, an online read. But I don't know because there's – I was trying to find audio versions online and there aren't really that many good audio versions unless you purchase it or get, you have Kindle or something. You could get it pretty easily, a good quality audio version. All the audio versions on the internet though are terrible and I, I cannot listen to it. But I don't want an audio book. I'm just looking for people that have expressed they don't uh, have time to read the book but they want to still participate in this kind of thing. Maybe I might – post a bunch of videos and just read the damn thing uh, for the few people that will watch it just because I'm reading it anyway. Why not? And if you like that idea, let me know. Uh, haven't set a date yet, but we'll soon summer's here now. So summer, let me know what you think about that idea. Should I do that? Um, and we could just private, we can make the videos private and post them in the book group, the book club. And also there's things we have to work out too. Like, do you want to do uh like a chapter a week, it's going to be very elongated that way. Or we could do two chapters a week, or we could just read the whole book and then meet. I don't know, but let's uh, try to work out some kind of uh, strategy and it'll be a lot of fun. We're going to read the trilogy, Lord of the Rings trilogy. I'm excited. Uh, Summer seems to like that idea. Awesome. So maybe we'll go ahead and do that. Uh, we haven't set a date yet, so we have time. If you guys want to participate, order the audiobook or get, you know, you can get the set for less than $20 on Amazon and Target and other places. So a uh, nice paperback, cheaper set. Uh, yeah, so you can find that on the social red pill and we'll probably have some Zoom chats and discuss it. And uh, of course, it goes back to being inspired by Laura Lee, who has some wonderful interpretations of Lord of the Rings. She was on our show last Friday. It'll be a good time. So that's our book group. We also have our uh, health group, our um, detox group. A lot of people sharing a lot of very useful information there. People that like detoxifying and like staying healthy, share what they do. They meet, they do things, they share a lot of great information. So that's another group you could check out on the social red pill. Please go to groups, find the groups you like and follow them and participate. Uh, anyway, folks, I'm over time. I got to get to it. And I'm sure you do too. So I'll stop blabbering. Make sure you... Uh, Stay focused on the things that are most important and uh, have a very productive Monday. We'll be back tonight, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. I'll be co-hosting with Josh. We'll have the Daily Dose episode for you. It'll be a good time tonight, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. See you there. Everybody, take care. Thank you for tuning in. God bless and Godspeed.
Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patch the game. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.